There it is. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Did the microphone trick bitch? I've been a sports fan my entire life because all of my friends are horrible people. Yes, Cam had a very bad game. Can we get that on tape? Get that overrated piece of crap out of this conversation. <laughs> are you sure you want this on tape? That's what I was transitioning <laughs> to. Big time Timmy Jim Chris Sale Bartello Cologne. A lot of tears and a lot of beers. I can't argue with anything you say. Hello and welcome to another episode of Late Night Shots. It's Topher and Xander again. How's it going, buddy? Uh, hopefully the audio quality... Quality. Is quality. A, my words might not be better, but hopefully the audio quality is a little bit better. I know last week was pretty quiet, but I think we got to fix this time. I think we have to change the intro, though. Yeah, we do need to change it. Cam Newton's going to get kicked out of the league because he's garbage. That's true. He is garbage. <laughs> so they're going to listen to us. That'd be cool. Yeah, we need to do an intro, though. Maybe that'll be after the Super Bowl type thing. New new season, new baseball season coming up, new intro? Yeah. All right, I like it. Well, the Super Bowl, it almost got pushed back. I think it would have. Mm, I know it's Brady. Uh, it's Brady. But it's also new Brady. I don't know if they would have changed the rules. for the. Well, the rules, if it's your fault, we're not going to do anything. But if it's not your fault... It's their fault. They, there was inconclusive tests, so he, they sh- he shouldn't have been given haircuts. But he had five straight negative ones. It doesn't ones. matter. Yeah, I know. Well, we're not getting into that part of it. <laughs> so we're talking about the Chiefs yeah. almost losing 20 players and staff members to um, what, COVID tracing. Yeah, rogue barber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they had a barber lined up to get, cut the hair of a bunch of people. And he had five straight negative tests. So he was good to go. And in the morning when he got there, it was inconclusive. So they tested him again. And while he was cutting, he cut one guy's hair. And while he was cutting the second guy's hair, that's when it came back positive. Like so they immediately stopped, stopped it, <laughs> sent him away. Did you think, see the thing? The guy, I can't remember who it was. But he posted something on the internet. Uh-uh. Like his new picture, and there's like half his head shaved. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I was like, yeah. yeah. He's making jokes out of it. So, like, Mahomes was one of the guys in line to get his haircut. Mm-hmm. There's no way the NFL plays the game on Sunday. There's no yeah. room. There's, they shouldn't. No. And, like, we talked about, like, with the Broncos when they didn't have a quarterback, that was their fault. Yeah. Your quarterbacks are in a room. They're not wearing masks, even though they're supposed to be. Their fault. Yeah. Like, if all of them would have had masks on, they would have delayed the game. Like this. You did all your testing. I'm guessing the guys getting haircuts were wearing masks. Yeah, they were. And the guy cutting the hair yep. was wearing... Yeah. So, they're doing everything by the book. So, it's... Like, it's... What the NFL says, it's not their fault. Yeah. It just happens. And... Yeah. They would have had to push it back. Because of, like, the money involved. Well, I mean, Brady did pay the barber, probably. <laughs> uh, maybe. I'm um, going with that conspiracy That's your theory. guess? I got lots of them. It's going to come out that the barber's on TB12 and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like the Texans coach conspiracy theory. Oh, yeah. We can get to that later. That's, that's <laughs> not a bad one. We can bring that up yeah. later at the end of the episode. Uh, Texans... Coach, conspiracy, Alex. All right. That's a good one. Yeah, we need to talk about that later. But the Chiefs haircut thing, that's so crazy. 
in let's see today's it happened this morning right i think so yeah was it it was this morning i think it was this morning well that's when i heard about it so i'm guessing so because it's five days is what you have to stay away if you're in close contact or whatever yeah so wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday couldn't play sunday i don't think they would be like oh let's just do it monday no they would like, i mean it would be easier to push it back because there's not that many fans and there's not media there there's not the whole super bowl row or whatever it's called yeah easy enough to push back yeah. one week but luckily they only had the two guys who were in close contact and should be all right but that could have been a terrible, terrible situation. Yeah. But it's still the mulligan because it could have been bad, and they probably want it back. And like you said with the inconclusive, that's just wait. Just wait. Because, <laughs> you know, it's not worth it if Mahomes can't play. But yes. luckily he doesn't have to worry about it. I don't it. know. Chad Henney. <laughs> yeah. No. Get not... a couple old quarterbacks going at it. <laughs> well, if you want to take advantage of your mulligan, head to Homestead Farm and Golf in Linden, Washington. You can pay 25 bucks to get 18 and a cart during the week or just 10 more dollars for the weekend. It's a great deal. Hard-pressed to find a better one anywhere in the county. Uh, they've had their Par 3 event going on. They've done four of them so far. There's only one left, so you can still get out there and do that if you want to. Uh, make sure to head to Homestead for all your golfing needs. All right. Super Bowl time. Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorites against the Bucks, over under 56-and-a-half. That sound about right to you? Well, it's home field for Tampa. Tampa. Kind of. I mean, they're the first team to play a Super Bowl in their own stadium, right? I think that's the thing. No team's ever made yeah, it. I don't, yeah, I think so. But there was the news that the NFL is not going to allow them to fire off the cannons off the ship. Good. <laughs> because it's not technically a home game for them. Yeah. Right? Yeah, they're not the home team. Is Kansas City the home team? Yeah, they have the better record, they have right? better record, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it wouldn't make sense if they could do that because give them home field. <laughs> what if it's the other way? Kansas City gets to fire them off. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> It'd be kind of deflating. <laughs> it would. Like you're used to hearing it after good things happen. Now you only hear it after bad things happen. I, I kind of wonder if, I mean, it's Kansas City, so the over-under needs to be high. I'd say that's probably right. But then we'll jump down a bit to the Brady in the first quarter and how the first quarter's been in the nine Super Bowls he's played in. Nine first quarters. Five games have been 0-0 at the end of the first quarter. Well, a lot of that is because he was with the Patriots who had a super good defense for the beginning of his yeah, but, Super Bowl runs. Uh, two of them were within the last three or four Super Bowls, I think. So some of them have had happened recently. Like, it's been spread out. Huh. But you just think that, like, Brady would score in the first quarter. Well, he's old. He's taking two weeks off. He's got to warm up. <laughs> Nine first quarters. The Patriots have scored three points. They've been outscored 24 to three in nine games in the first quarter. Hmm. I don't like spotting Kansas City points early. Like, that's not a good no, thing. No, if it goes the other way, yeah, okay, maybe. Yeah. But, well, like against the Bills in the playoff game, they were down 9 nothing, I think. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was 21 to 9. Yeah, it's like, oh, well. 
But you don't really want to do that against Kansas City. But no, go ahead. I was gonna say no, you don't, because they don't let off the gas either. No, you're not like, oh well, we're winning. Let's run the ball now. Yeah, they don't do that. They're oh well, we're winning. We're winning. Let's win by more. Let's which win by a hundred. What you should do in pro sports. Yes. You're a professional. So are they. Go for the throat. <laughs> um, Make them cry. Yeah. But is it going to be a lot tougher for the Chiefs to score? Because of their O line. Um, I don't know who's out. It's their starting um, left tackle. Um, that's old. I think it's Mitchell. Is it Mitchell Swartz or? Yeah, Mitchell Swartz went on injured reserve, and then that's not even the guy. Um, Eric Fisher? Fisher, yeah. Right? Uh, Mitchell Schwartz is on injured reserve with the Achilles. Or no, with the back. And Eric Fisher is on injured reserve now. Or at least injured with an Achilles. So, like, their starting tackles, or their two best tackles, are out. Not good. No. I still think they're going to be fine. Because on the other side, Tampa, in their last game, got Vita Vea back. I know he's on the inside, but you're probably like trying to help out the tackles to protect the box for Mahomes, but now it's a lot harder to do that with one of the biggest guys in the NFL staring right at Mahomes. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a tough, tough for them to do it, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, it, maybe it's even better for Mahomes because he's going to be scrambling around and then. Stuff breaks down and he's gonna be running. He's gonna tire him out. Yeah, he'll get through in there. <laughs> yeah, because what was it? I know that was the the Bills' game plan against the Ravens. It was like nineteen of their first twenty plays were passes, and the only run was a scramble by Allen on a pass play. <laughs> it's like, well, we just want to pass all the time because we know we can't run anyway. So we're gonna make your guys tired by trying to chase him over and over. Good strategy. Yeah. I don't know if something like that's going to happen for the Chiefs, but I mean they have enough offensive weapons to do it, right? Yeah, just keep spreading it wide. And... Yeah, um, I think what is it? Hilaire and Bell are both questionable, but I'm thinking they're both playing because Hilaire was active last game. Yeah, I would assume they're both playing. I don't. But the level, but I'm did... not like Bell. Does, it's not the biggest deal no. if Bell doesn't play. Yeah. So. I don't know. Did Le'Veon Bell? I don't play? know if he Last played a lot. I don't think so. It was someone else who had a bunch of stats. Yeah, I can't remember who it is though. It's like their third running back for some reason. Uh, what's his name? Do 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 go. Do. That's what? No. What are you doing? <laughs> My laptop's being super weird. Going to the box score here. Daryl Williams was thirteen for fifty-two, and Hilaire was six for seven. To just throw all game against Tampa? Yeah, probably. That's probably the weak spot, isn't it? Secondary? Well, it might be because uh, Antoine Winfield Jr., I think he was like third in rookie of the year. They think he's going to be third in rookie of the year. And then uh, Whitehead is their starting safety. They're both like questionable, doubtful. So you might have two starting secondary guys not playing. 
Yeah, that'd be or hard. at least if they are playing, not at full health. Yeah. And a rookie. Yeah. So. And Whitehead's pretty young, too. I want to say like third year or yeah. something. I think so. And then Sammy Watkins is questionable, but it sounds like he's going to play or wants to play. I, yeah, I think so. So maybe Kansas City's offensive weapons, at least, are all playing. Yeah, and they have plenty more, even if he doesn't play or isn't yeah. 100%. So. Yeah, Hill, Kelsey, the running backs, Hardman. Probably more you don't even know. <laughs> What's that one guy's name? Pringle? Do they still have Pringle? Pringle mm. McCringleberry? It's a different one. Yeah, they still have Byron Pringle. He had three catches last game. <laughs> But, like, last game, between Kelsey and Hill, they had 22 catches for 290 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, they don't need much more on them, no. too. But So, do you think the Chiefs are going to be able to hold up against the defensive line of the Bucs? Uh, they'll get through, but Holmes is still young and fast, so, unlike Rodgers last week. Yeah, well, he just didn't go, which didn't make sense. Yes, that too. Run, you're open. No. Um, so then I was thinking with Vita Vey in the middle, but on the for the defensive ends, like in the Denver Carolina Super Bowl, that was Von Miller and the guy who signed with the Jaguars after the season. Their other defensive lineman. It wasn't Chubb. He wasn't there yet. At no, all. it was before him, but I can't remember. Yeah, um, their DNs were fast enough to keep up with Cam. So, like, it takes the scrambling aspect out of it because when he breaks containment and they're still on the edge, they can stay with him. Yeah, but I don't think both of them are yeah, I don't think Tampa's guys are quick enough to keep up no. with Mahomes. One's quick. I can't remember. I'm drawing a blank on the name. I don't know. The left side. Usually. I'm drawing a blank on the name, but he's, he's quicker. Than Do they the, have JPP again? Yes, he's on the right, I think. Okay. So I, he's old. He's not going to be able to no, he's, run him down, likely. No. He's just a guy who's going like, to – he'll still put pressure on him because he's still pretty good. He's good, yeah, but he's not the speed guy No, who's going to run him down. Don't you love when you go to look things up and it's just incredibly slow? It's like they know you're yeah. trying to do something. William Golston? No. JPP. Shaq Barrett? Barrett. Yeah. That's it. It's one of those things where it's like, well, your linebackers are actually your defensive ends. Yeah. Your defensive ends either don't play there. Donkey Kong is not a defensive end. He plays in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they just don't line up. With yeah. The, but. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Mahomes then. No, I don't think so. I think he'll maybe force him out of the pocket. But then he'll just do what he always does and make yeah. throws running backwards. He has a shortstop and... arm, like <laughs> especially with Kelsey over in the middle. Yeah, he's, he's a monster. Throw it up. Which I think Kelsey's going to be my pick for MVP. Um, I know it's tough for non-quarterbacks <laughs> on offense to win it, especially after last year's joke with Mahomes winning. As well as the running back had like 140 yards and two touchdowns or something, and he didn't win. Yeah, it'll go to the quarterback. It, it usually it, does. It's basically going to be impossible unless he gets like over 200 yards yeah. receiving. I think they said last or that four of the last seven 
Um, MVPs have gone to quarterbacks, which is lower than you think it would be. Yeah, who were the... Uh, yeah, last year Mahomes was 26 for 42, 286, 2-2. Two two. Yeah, I was like, no, he doesn't get it, sorry. And Damian Williams had 21 touches for 133 yards and two touchdowns. I'd say that's a better game. Yeah. Unless he had some fumbles. Don't think he did. No, I don't think he did. And he had the ice touchdown at the end. Yeah. So it should have been him, but no. Uh, Would you say who were the the MVPs? Yeah, I was trying to think. Super Bowl MVPs. The defensive guy? Gosh, Brady's won it four times. That's a lot. Um, Did Malcolm Butler win it in the Patriots-Seahawks one? I think so. Why is why is this taking so long? Um, so it was Mahomes last year, and then the year before that was Pat's Rams. Was it a wide receiver in that game for the Patriots? I don't remember. Or I'm terrible player? remembering stuff like that. I think it might have been a defensive player for that one because that was the game that was like ten to three. Yeah, something like that. And then the one before that was Patriots Eagles. So did then that went quarter? That was false. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Mahomes. Edelman. It was Edelman. He went no. 10 for 141. That's actually not bad. Uh, Foles, Brady, Von Miller, Brady, Malcolm Smith. So Butler didn't get it in that game. Oh. Tom Brady did. Yeah. And then it was before that you had a run of quarterback, 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 receiver, quarterback, quarterback, receiver, receiver, quarterback. So we've seen a couple defensive guys. Usually the guys that make a touchdown. Yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool to see Kelsey get it, especially if he has stats like he's been having lately. Yeah. Like, if he goes out there and has 13 for 150 and two touchdowns, like, it doesn't really... Well, I think if he, Mahomes goes off, he'll get it, but... But if he does like he did last year, yeah, he should. Yeah. So yeah, I'd like to see that tight end get it. Who do you think is going to get it? Or who do you want... What non-quarterback do you think is going to get it? We'll go with that. I want to say Kelsey, but I think they're going to go for him pretty tight. I'm going to guess Hill. So they're trying to kind of double Kelsey like with a safety watching him? Yeah. So that's going to just, like, Hill will be able to take the top off then. I think I think he's going to take the top off quite a bit. Is he going to have Kelsey's just... going to get a lot of uh, catches, not a lot of yards, because they're going to crack down on him, and then they're going to hit Hill over the top. So I wonder if he's going to have, especially if he's getting matched up on, like, Winfield, who's not 100%. Like you don't want to be not 100% against arguably the fastest receiver in the league. Yeah. <laughs> With a quarterback who can throw it off his back foot, throw it 55, 65 yards. Yeah. Because well, there was a game earlier this year where Hill had 200-some yards in the first quarter. Yeah. The second Raiders game, maybe? Yeah, I think so. What if he has 120 yards in the first quarter because he catches like a 70-yarder, breaks another one? And then just has another catch. Would it surprise you? No, not no. at all. If, as long as the line can give him just enough time for Hill to get down the field. Yeah. yeah. Which is not very long. <laughs> so, and then there's, it seems like most people think it's going to be a close game. I want to say it's been a while since we've had a blowout. Seahawks? Broncos? Like the Seahawks-Broncos one? I'm going to look at it right now. Do, 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 down, I mean, that was the big blowout. Other than 
that. I can't remember. So we got 11, 10, 8, 6, 14, 4, 35. Yeah. But I don't think the Broncos, the 14 point for the Broncos was no blowout. Probably not. Because I think there was a late score in that one. 14, I don't count as a blowout. No. And last year was no blowout, even though they won by 11 because they scored 21 in the fourth. Yeah. So do you think we're going to keep the trend of close games and make it seven in a row, or are we going to get a blowout game? I'm going blowout. Yeah? On which side? Chiefs. Yeah. Brady looked bad last game. He did. And I think he's going to come off slow again. Yeah. I know he's he's used to it, obviously, with it being his 10th Super Bowl. But I don't know if a lot of the guys on that team are going to be used to it. I mean, there's quite a few old guys, so. But no one with, like, playoff. Gronk. Yeah, but he's... How is Gronk... He's only 31, but he seems like he's the same age as Brady. Yeah, kind of. You want to know the crazy stat I saw today? Kelsey and Gronk are the same age. That doesn't seem right. They're both 31. Kelsey's not 31, is he? That's what it said. Travis Kelsey's been in the league for like. Well, he's been in the league a while. I didn't think he was. I thought he was like twenty nine. Nope. Travis Kelsey, October fifth, nineteen eighty nine. And Gronk was May fourteenth, nineteen eighty nine. So Gronk is six months older than Kelsey. That's it. That seems weird. Yeah. Right. You'd think there'd be like an eight year difference. I wouldn't say eight years, but yeah. But you just see it, and it's just like, oh, Gronk's like 35, and Kelsey's like 27 or something. I was like, oh, he's 29. Gronk's probably 33. Yeah, there's a big... Nope. Same age. (laughs) Well, Kelsey did start with a bad team when he first got there. Yeah. And Gronk started with a great team. Yeah, just ended the perfect situation. Yeah. I'm kind of leaning towards blowout, just because it'd be fun to see... Yeah. And we haven't seen one in a while. Plus, I already told you I want Brady to get stomped and then walk off the field and cry. Then retire. Plus, what's the what's the stat? Mahomes has never lost a or hasn't lost a pro game by more than a, a, a score. Is that what it was? He's never lost an NFL game by more than eight points. I don't know. I think that's what I saw. <laughs> I know it's not a, it's a decent sample size. Well, he's played three seasons. Well, didn't the third season he came in at the very end, right? Uh, no, this is his third thought, full season, isn't it? Yeah, I thought so. I thought he's been in four. Because he was MVP, then Lamar was MVP, and then there's this season. Yeah, so he's got almost, or about, yeah, three regular seasons plus a couple playoffs. They're all three playoffs. But, yeah, Yeah. so it's always close with him. And it's fine with these other teams that they've played in the Super Bowl because for the Bucs, for Brady, I mean, starting slow. But you haven't faced an offense like this. No, they have not. (laughs) You can't really not score in the first quarter against the Chiefs and hope to win. Right? No, yeah, I'd say you've got to get out scoring and keep pace. Yeah. Or figure out a way to stop them, which... That'd be like playing somebody who's a little bit better at basketball than you in a game to 11. 
just spotting them three points. Like, oh, that's... Don't give the better team a chance to go up more. Yeah, because they're not going to give it up. No. So. And maybe it's different with Arians, and he's not going to start slow and methodical and try and get things figured out for the end of the game like Belichick does. Yeah, maybe. But you always hear that in the Super Bowl, which I've never understood, this team just script their first 15 plays or something like that, and like this is what we're doing for our first 15 plays, which I don't get. No, I can say maybe a couple, but... I... Yeah, like, they probably do that in every game. Like, here's our first five plays. That's what we want to do so we can get a feel for the defense. But well, even then, I don't think you can even do that because... Probably not. Even the first drive, it's like, well, I don't get a completion. Or throw, throw, and then you're... you're yeah, you're punting. It's like, But I, I don't see Andy Reid doing that. No, I don't. With that offense, you get out there, you have your first play called, and that's what you run, and it's like, okay. After that, well, defense is in this, we're doing this. Yeah, I don't think you can... Maybe they have 15 plays they want to try to put. Yeah. Know? but Or like talking about uh, Whitehead and Winfield. Like, well, those guys don't look healthy. All right, Kelsey and Hill, like, do your thing. More than normal. We're only looking at you two. <laughs> but, so do you think, with all this talk about Brady in the first quarter, does he break the stretch of nine straight Super Bowls and actually score a touchdown in the first quarter? No. You don't think he he's does? He's going to get to the red zone and he's going to shut down because he hasn't been shut down this year. Yeah. I think, what is it? I don't know. remember exactly. But he hasn't thrown a pick in the red zone this year. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think Landon thinks that Brady is going to score in the first quarter because he's got Bucks winning 34-31, which with 34 points, I would think scoring a touchdown in the first quarter. Right? Probably. Yeah, probably. Even though what was the the Eagles Patriots game? The one that set the record for most yards in the Super Bowl? That one was nine to three at the end of the first quarter. <laughs> so he only had a field goal then. But yeah, Landon's got thirty four thirty one for the Bucks with Mike Evans as the MVP going seven, one thirty five and two touchdowns. I could see him getting the MVP, maybe if he had a line like that, but not at 34 points, because that means that Brady probably had a really good game. You would think, unless there was... Like a couple of rushing touchdowns, yeah, or, or defensive, defensive, but or then it would go to the defensive player. Special teams. Uh, then it would go to that guy. Yeah. That's been like the theme for him, is if a defensive player does something, they usually, he gets it. Usually, yeah. So, Landon's got the Bucks, and I think he's in the minority. It sounds like you got Chiefs, and I got Chiefs. I think so. So, what do you got for a score, then? Well, I haven't even thought about that. Well, uh, I'll go first. I I think it's going to be blowout-ish, but in one of the ways where it looks like a two-score game at the end, but it was just never close. Yeah, they got up big, and then they score late yeah. or something. Like, it's going to be 21-7, somewhere in that 14-point range, in the second quarter. And then... Tampa's never going to cut it to a score. And Kansas City ends up winning, what would it be, 34 to 20? Sounds about right. I'll go 
37-17. Ooh, a 20-point game, huh? 20. All right. Oh, yeah, because Brady gets stomped, throws three picks, cries as he goes off the field. All right. They throw a pick. He throws a pick six late. Ooh, there you go. So it's what thirty to seventeen. Pat or Pats. Bucks are driving with like four minutes left. It's like, oh, it's happening. Here comes two touchdown comeback. Pick six. <laughs> Honey Badger to the house. To the house. Honey Badger MVP. Yep. There you go. Is that what you're doing? Honey Badger MVP? For a wild MVP, yes, I'll go with that. I wonder what the MVP well, odds. He's a safety, isn't he? Yeah. It's kind of hard for a safety to get a pick oh. six. But, yeah, we'll go with it. Maybe he that's he jumps a slant and gets it. Hmm. Well, laptop's not working. For internet, at least. Hmm. Oh, well. Honestly, while I was doing that, I wasn't listening to a thing you were saying. I was rambling about a honey okay. batter getting a pick on a slant. Oh. Taking it to the house. Yeah, I don't know why this isn't working. Oh, well. All right. So that's about all we got for the Super Bowl, I think. Uh, you said 37-17? Yep. So you got the under, actually. Hmm. I guess so do I at 34-20. So we both got 54. Landon's got way over at 65. But over under at 56 and a half. It's probably going to be right around there. It's a pretty high over under, but it should be. Should be. Yeah. Anytime the Chiefs are in, it should be high. Would I be surprised if this game got into the 70s for total points? No. no. I wouldn't be surprised if it got in the 80s. Like if the final score was, let's see, 45 to 35, something like that, I wouldn't be surprised. No, not at all. Um. <laughs> uh, so there was a trade in the NFL, and I think it caught everybody off guard. We knew that Stafford was going to get traded. The Lions said it. He was talking about it. Yeah. They were... um, it was, where's he going to go? Like, is it going to be the Niners? Lots of teams wanted him. Yeah. Um, but no, it was just kind of out of nowhere. It's the Rams. Well, it sounded like the Lions let him kind of pick... Yeah, where he wanted to go, and then they took the, that trade, yeah. which is, I guess, good for them. But that's not a very smart move for the Lions. I think they're just their way of being like respectful. No, I understand that, and I think it goes a long way with other Our, players in the league. Yeah, I guess it's like look how they treated their guy. They're doing him right. Like, I wouldn't mind going there, knowing I'm going to get treated right. That's a good point too. Yeah. yeah. So the Rams get Stafford. And part of this is kind of reminiscent of the Osweiler trade. Yeah. Where it was like Osweiler in a second for a fourth or whatever it was. Because part of it's just a salary dump. As the Lions get Goff, a 2022 first, a 2023 first, and then a third rounder in this year's draft. So they were saying that one of the firsts is for Stafford. The other first is for taking Goff. Like, they had to attach a first to get them to take off. Yeah, pretty much. Most people didn't think they could even trade him. No. Because his contract is... It's not great. It doesn't really fit him, but it's not as bad as it could be. Because, yeah, he's got like four for 110 or more than that. Some yes. crazy Four for 114, maybe. Yeah, it's quite a bit. But 
you can cut him after two for 52 with no dead cap. So, I mean, that works for the Lions now. Yeah, I I like, think it works. Well, if Stafford can make it to a NFC Championship game, then it works for the Rams. That's kind of what you want from him. Like, get us on the precipice again. Yeah. You're way better than Goff. Yeah, they're, they're saying, hey, let's win now before we lose all these guys. Yeah. They're getting older, and we got the best D tackle in the game. Let's win. Yeah. And part of it makes sense with trading these firsts away and re-signing your guys to these big deals because now you don't have to dump all this money into those first-round picks who probably aren't going to help you for a while, especially if your team's good anyway. Yeah. Like, why spend the millions and millions on the 20th pick every year? Just re-sign your guys, trade for guys. Like with the getting Ramsey and getting Stafford and uh, what was Robert? No, Robert Quinn? No, uh, Fowler from the Jags. Yeah, Fowler. But I, I actually think I really like this for the Lions. Like, a lot. Yeah, they, they were getting rid of him anyway. Yep. Because they, he didn't want to be there. They aren't winning. Yeah. And they need to just restart a little bit. Yeah. I mean, Stafford's not old. What is he, 32? 32, 33. Right in there? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he'll be 33 when the season starts. He's, is what he's it is. right around there, yeah. He's not... Plenty of time left. He's not Brady. No. He's got like a solid five years left. That's good enough. Yeah, that'll get you to him. Yeah, that's through their window. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But then, like with the Lions, maybe Goff needed a change of scenery. The Lions have decent weapons if they're healthy. They've never had a running game. Well, they kind of did, and then he got hurt, and then they just didn't play him. They've never had a healthy running game. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next year if they come back healthy. I don't know if Johnson's still going to be there. I can't remember where his contract's at. Or is it going to carry him on? Yeah. Nice try, Brad. <laughs> um, and then they drafted DeAndre Swift, I think, but he was kind of hurt. Yeah. So it's mostly just Adrian Peterson all year. He still looked good yeah. for being... 50 or however old he is. Did he end up with double digit touchdowns? Uh, I don't know where he ended up. I know he had a lot. Uh, come on. I got to stop paying attention to the Lions, so I don't know where they finished. Well, I would like watch him on red zone and kind of pay attention just because I wanted Carry on Johnson to get in there and do something because I like him. I think he's good. Yeah. Uh, AP had 600 yards, four yards of carry, seven touchdowns on the ground. And a lot of rush attempts. He still had 156 rush attempts. Yeah. I mean, he's he, still decent. He's still over four yards to carry. Yeah, it was just under. Oh, just under. 3.9 something. Four yards to carry. Yeah, good enough. Uh, yeah. But, and then, like, you have Marvin Jones, and then Galladay's a free agent, so he might leave. Maybe he comes back on a short deal to prove he can stay healthy. Yeah, maybe they can get him back. But if he's back, then Goff's got a chance to show that he's worth it and maybe finish out his actual contract. Mm, probably not. Yeah, probably not. Because I've been saying he's garbage. I know. And especially if uh, the salary cap doesn't really increase for a while and all of a sudden that $30 million for a quarterback is 5 10% more than you were expecting to pay. It's like, no, we have these extra firsts. We'll package something, move up, get a new quarterback, and you're gone. Yeah. And then we'll get a comp pick for you. Yeah. You can leave. We'll get a third for you. 
So I really like it for both teams. Yeah. Rams got out of golf, which is I didn't think they were going to be able to do. Yeah. I thought they were stuck with him and they were going to have to figure something out. Yeah. So. So who wins the trade? Lions or Rams? Hmm. Is it dependent on how the Rams do? Like if Stafford stinks and they don't really win a playoff game. Yeah, it kind of depends. Yeah, if the Rams are don't do good and don't make the playoffs, yeah. then the Lions picks look a lot better. Or they do good this year and then next year they're like, not good. That's the other thing. It's a 2023 first. So if they're good and then really bad, and for some reason they're like 5-11, and 11, it's like, oh, you gave us the eighth pick? How long is Stafford's contract? Do you? I think he's only got one year. I can't remember what it was. I think Stafford just has this year on his contract. If he did, that would be really smart by them to not take this year's wait. Yeah. Uh, I'm pulling it up right now to look. Internet's working again, so that's good. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I don't know. Uh, Too close oh, to no. Two years left. Yeah. $20 million this year, $23 million next year. So still less than I thought. So they're paying him less than they would have been paying Goff. Yeah. Because he's going to be two for 43 and Goff's two for 52. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to look at if there's a bunch of like roster bonus performance. Uh, no, there's not really performance bonuses. I mean, he signed his four years ago. Three years ago, I can't remember what he. Uh, yeah, it was a five-year deal for 135 million. Yeah, so that was a good deal back there. Expensive yeah. deal back then too. Yeah, it was a good deal. Like they should have paid him. It's just he's a good quarterback in a bad situation. But like this one, it's hard to tell who the winner is. But the trade in baseball, like there's a clear winner, and I don't understand how this happened. I don't get it either. So, for anyone who didn't see it, Nolan Arenado and the Rockies have not been getting along. Arenado's arguably the best third baseman in the game, one of the best third basemen, however you want to label it. He's best the defensive. Best defensive third baseman. Last year was tough because he had the shoulder problem, so they didn't, it affected his hitting. But he's a really good hitter, too. We'll see once he leaves Colorado. Yeah. But he led the league in RBI two years in a row, three years in a row? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. So, Arenado wants out. He's got six for like 200 left on his deal, something like that. So, you expect, okay, Arenado, big contract, but great player, uh, 28 years old? Yeah. Late 20s, so he's in his prime. Yeah. It's like, oh, we can probably get like a top prospect and then a couple decent guys. You would think so. I mean, right? he's getting paid a lot, but. He's worth it. He's worth it. Yeah, like that's what you pay him. <laughs> no. Oh, you no what, what, so, one top prospect. So they get no? no one in the top one hundred. The one guy was eighty sixth in twenty nineteen. I think is what it was. Yeah, I think so. And he's out of the top one hundred last year, so he's not in the top one hundred. One guy's got a little experience, and then the other guys were like, there's like uh, three, four others. What I, th- I thought it was like. 14, 17, 25, and 28 out of the top 30 prospects. 
So nothing. And Cardinals don't so have that part? good of a farm system, do they? No, they don't. So it's like, okay, the Rockies aren't getting that many great players in this. So maybe the cards are like taking all the salary or like paying extra, like sending money, doing something. Because you can send a certain amount of cash in baseball. Yeah. It just has to be approved. It's like all $50 million is being sent in this deal. It's like, oh, the Cardinals are paying extra to get him. And nope. No, no, no. no. The Rockies are paying $50 million worth of Arenado's deal. The Cardinals this year, I think I saw they're not paying Arenado this year. The Rockies are. I don't understand what they're doing. So if I told you, you could give me guys that don't matter to your team, actually don't matter, and that I'd give you arguably the best third baseman in baseball, and I'd pay for him. You can just have him play all year. Wouldn't, wouldn't you do that? Yes. <laughs> like This is a, such a bad trade, even because they just, re, or just signed him. Yeah, not that long ago. If they let him go, they get a first-round pick. Yeah. And they get a top um, top 100. But Yeah, you would think you get like a top 75 prospect. It'll be a top 10 guy in their farm system. Yeah. Also, like, you have – we talked about left side of infields with, like, Lindor and Ramirez and Machado and Baia, or Machado and Tatis. Arenado and Story. Like, they have – You have the best power infield, like, left side of the infield in baseball. Those guys can put up 75 home runs. Yeah, I, I, and they're not even going to trade Story now. And he's in the final year of his contract. You just saw the Indians – be able to dump a bunch of salary and still get okay prospects. Yeah. You could get a ton for story. <laughs> they could have rebuilt this team really quickly if right? they just weren't dumb. Like, or they could have kept everyone and been good. You, Yeah, Story's going to be a free agent. So whoever trades for him would have to have some kind of assurance that he'll resign with them or whatever. Because you can work that into the trade. Like with the Arenado, they adjusted his contract so that he can opt out not just after this year, but next year too. Yeah. Which I think is why the Rockies are paying that money. Because if Arenado leaves in two years from the Cardinals, the Cardinals only pay him like $10 million or something to have him play for two years. It's like, that's a steal. Yeah. <laughs> but they, and then there's there's a lot of shortstops who are going to be free agents, right? Lindor, Story, Seager, Simeon, um, Baez. Baez. So, like, what, five of the top eight shortstops in baseball are going to be free agents? Oh. Something crazy like that, right? Correa? Maybe Correa, too. Like, a bunch of shortstops are all going to be free agents. Yeah. there's. A so, maybe it's you don't want to trade for them because you think you can get one of these guys for cheaper. I don't think they're all going to be expensive. Yeah. Because they're all top shortstops. It's not like. That's who you want in the infield as a good shortstop over any of the other positions. Yes. So I just, I don't understand at all what the Rockies are doing. Just like I don't understand what the Indians are doing. It's like, hey, let's trade this guy away who could be the cornerstone of our franchise, like face of baseball, all that stuff. So that we can hopefully get a guy. Who is that who guy? Who will be him in seven years? 
Hmm. Wait a minute. I think, I think you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's kind of what the Rockies are doing, but they didn't get anybody back. It's like, okay, you don't want to keep her. You should have traded him before you signed him. You could have loaded your farm system. You yeah. could have traded Story now, loaded your farm system even more and be set if you don't want to resign him and keep him. Even like before signing him, just trade them both at the same time. It's yeah. like, hey, we're retooling completely. Did, both these guys, gone. Like, okay, you're going to get like eight top 100 prospects or like a like four top 30 prospects. Like you could have traded them both to some team and... Well, yeah. Well, not to the same team. But Might have. It would have only had to have been like Tampa. Well, back then it could have been maybe like the maybe the Padres, but I don't know. You could have traded them both today too. Well, I was trying to or think of like the uh, the Chris Sale trade that Chicago made, and was it Adam Eaton? That the other trade that they made? Yeah, because they got like Giolito and. Uh, I don't know if they got Jimenez. But they just got a bunch of top prospects. Like, top... In each trade, I think they got, like, two of the top 30 prospects in baseball. Yeah, that Eaton one was terrible. Yeah, I didn't understand that one at all. Because <laughs> he wasn't a good player. <laughs> yeah. But, oh. but no, the Rockies... Like... all Everything I saw from this, from scouts and beat reporters and everything, was they thought it was reported wrong. I would assume so. I was joking. <laughs> you would rarely send a trade this bad as a joke in like fantasy sports. Like unless it was obviously a joke. Well, now I'm going to go trade for Arenado and see <laughs> how well I can go. <laughs> like in the show, you know how when you do a trade offer, it gives you the bar? Yeah. Would it even have moved? No. <laughs> Not at all. Like to get Arenado... Like, the Mariners would have to trade, like, Kellenic. No, not Kellenic. Well, okay, they would have to trade, like, one of their top three or four prospects, one of their five to ten prospects, and then another guy from, like, 15 to 20. Yeah, probably pretty close to that, yeah. Like, that's what you would expect for Arenado. Right? <sighs> Maybe. The Mariners should have just traded Seager and like two crap prospects for Arenado. There you go. Shut up. Right? And then they still probably could have got money. Seager's only making, what, $30 million over the next two years? Yeah, he's not making too much. So, okay, Seager, two crap prospects. You give us Arenado and $20 million. Let's go. <laughs> should have done it. <laughs> Man. Oh. Yeah, I... Good for the Cardinals. I don't know what the Rockies were thinking. All right, we'll we'll wrap it up with one more football thing. Alex and his conspiracy theory about the Texans coach. So, do you want me to talk about the beginning of it, and then you can yeah, get into you can your talk conspiracy? about the part okay. that you brought up. <laughs> so, you remember back in 2014 how the Chiefs receivers didn't have a touchdown the entire season? Like, I don't know how that's possible. No, that seems crazy. <laughs> like maybe in Madden when you're controlling only the running back. So, like, that's the only plays you run? Yeah. That's okay, then. And then, you know how the Ravens had, like, a really bad passing offense to the wide receivers and lately? Right? Yeah. Do you know what they have in common? 
David Coley, the new head coach for the Texans. Yeah. Worst worst passing guy because he was their wide receiver coach in, for the Chiefs. He was the passing coordinator for the Ravens. Now he's the head coach of the Texans. Well, you know why. <laughs> Let's go. It's because he was actually hired by the Texans to do bad for those teams. We will so like we will pay you lots of money. Yes. If you suck on purpose. You you do what we tell you. We will give you money and then you can be our head coach when they all fire you because you've done such a bad job. Like okay, I kinda <laughs> get it, but don't they not have any draft picks? No, they don't have anything. I'm trying to look it up to see, but like unless they're yeah, be terrible and we'll trade. Well they were trying to win back then. That's my theory. I don't they know. Were, that's when they were making the playoffs. They were, they had good players still. Oh, the Texans don't have a pick in the first two rounds this year. No, they have nothing. That's why they need to trade Watson oh. for lots. <laughs> but at least they have two fourths and three sixths. Yay! <laughs> right? Isn't that what you want? Yeah, sure. If you're. There you go. Future draft pick status for the Texans. Oh, why does it have to be so confusing like that? What am I looking at? Tyreek Hill. 13 for 270. Was that the game where he had the crazy first quarter? It might have been. I think it was. Yeah, what, look what happened. Just went over the top every time. <laughs> wow. So it's going to happen again. Yep. Oof. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. You know, it's not funny. The Texans' future. Yes, it is. But it's more funny in a, oh, that's sad. That's so instead sad. Instead of a funny ha-ha way. <laughs> you know, unless you're Brad, then you're just... Still makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> but you're evil, so... I... Yeah. yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to be it. Uh, a little bit shorter episode as we prepare for the Super Bowl. Uh, kicks off at 3.30 Pacific time. On Sunday. Yes. Yeah. Well, that, I think that's usually it's about right. Sunday. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So make sure to head to Anchor, Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, Late Night Shots. Uh, Patreon, if you feel like supporting us, we'd appreciate it. Got a couple tiers on there if you want to be on the show, sponsor a segment, or just help us out. Uh, so make sure to head to Late Night Shots anywhere on the internet. And just because the episode was short today doesn't mean it wasn't good. That's not what she said. <laughs>